Dear Lord, this Christmas, help me to be all that I should be, especially for Missy's sake. Oh, you know it's going to be so hard on her, going through the holidays without her dad for the first time. Oh, Lord, she needs you so badly. Somehow, at this Christmas season, use me to bring Missy to yourself. Help her to receive your son, the greatest gift of all.
Grandma, Grandma, I'm home. Oh, hi, Missy. How was school today? Tommy tried to kiss me again. And what did you do? I hit him right in the mouth and I told him I was the young lady. <laughs> Missy! Well, Angela told me that proper young ladies don't kiss until they've been married at least, oh, 10 or 20 years, maybe. Is that so? <laughs> Besides, I hit him real hard. <laughs> Grandma, what do you want for Christmas more than anything else in the whole world? Oh, Missy, do you know what would make me happier than anything else? Well, Grandma. Have you thought any more about receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior? Oh, Grandma, I'll take care of that later. But honey, you've been talking about getting saved later for several months now. Remember how concerned your father was for you? Please don't put it off any longer. The Bible says now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Grandma, I'll get around to it later, really. Just tell me what you want for Christmas. I want to buy you the greatest gift in all the world. Jesus came to earth and laid aside his princely crown. Came to his creation, yet a room could not be found. At this special time of year, the call is heard anew. Will you hear his pleading voice? Let Christ be born in you. Christmas in your heart, make it Christmas in your heart. Open wide the door and let Jesus in your heart. As the Savior knocks today, will you coldly turn away? This Christmas, make it Christmas in your heart. You may sing the carols that exalt the baby's name. But when Jesus calls to you, the answer's still the same. There's no room for Jesus, he is crowded out again. Will you open wide your heart and let the Savior in? Christmas in your heart, make it Christmas in your heart. O 
open wide the door and let Jesus in your heart. As the Savior knocks today, will you coldly turn away? This Christmas, make it Christmas in your heart. This Christmas, make it Christmas in your heart. I've got an idea. Why don't I get you a necklace to match that pretty wedding ring that Grandpa gave you? Missy, I appreciate that more than I can say. But you know none of us have any money. Besides, your grandfather worked hard for a long time to be able to buy that ring for me. He sure must have been a wonderful man. Oh, he was, Missy. A lot like your father was. Well, if Grandpa could do it, I can too. I'll get me a job and sell and save everything I make. I am going to get you the fanciest necklace I can find so you can wear all the time, just like you wear your ring. Grandma, where is your ring? Oh my goodness, listen to us jibber-jabbering away like a couple of old hands. There's work to be done. Remember, your mother said that she wanted you to have all your homework done before she got home from work. You better skedaddle along and get that done, young lady. Okay, Grandma, I'm going. And I better get this table set. Anybody home? Oh, I'm in the kitchen, Rachel. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, honey. How was work today? Oh, it was a good. It was a pretty good day. But all the other salesmen tell me that it gets worse every day from now until Christmas. Well, at least you finally got a job, Rachel. I know. I'm sorry, Mom. I didn't mean to sound like I was complaining. We're just so far behind with all of our bills. Bills from the hospital. Bills from the funeral home. Oh, and here's another one from the mortgage company. Urgent. Immediate attention required. Final notice. Remit $918 immediately or foreclosure proceedings will commence on December 15th. I talked with the real estate agent today, and he wants to put up the house this weekend. Oh, have you told Missy about the house yet? Yes, but she doesn't know it was going to be this soon. It's so hard on her mom, losing her dad just six months ago, and now the house. I wish Robert were here. I miss him so much. I know. Your father has been with the Lord almost ten years now, and I still miss him especially at Christmas time. And yet, the Lord has become so much dearer to me now. What I well remember how hard it was, at first especially, so hard. <laughs> I guess this old mother of yours isn't very much of a help at a time like this. Oh, don't be silly, Mom. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. Coming over after school every day and fixing our meals and doing the laundry and even helping with Missy after school. She, she wouldn't, I don't know what she'd do without you. She just loves you so much. I'm concerned about her though, Rachel. She just keeps putting off the Lord. Every time I try to talk to her about getting saved, she says, I'll do it later. 
Well, I, we haven't been much help in that department lately. Mom, we hardly ever went to church before Robert got sick. Hi, Mom. Maybe you'll help me. Grandma won't give me any ideas, and I want to get her the greatest gift in all the world. I'm sure we can come up with something. Oh, I just thought of something I'd really like. But How about if you made me the biggest Christmas card in the whole world with your picture right on the front of it? That's what I gave you last year. And I liked it so much, I want another one just like it this year. You're just saying that. I am going to get you the greatest, biggest, nicest present you've ever gotten. You'll see. I'll stop at Mr. Moorhead's um, jewelry store on the way home from school tomorrow. I bet he'll have just what I'm looking for. Oh, you better stay away from that place, Miss Lee, unless you find a gold mine between now and then. Well, it won't hurt to look. Missy, please don't go there. I'm sure that Mr. Moorhead has nothing in his shop that we can afford. Besides, we don't need fancy gifts to celebrate Jesus' birthday. Why, when I was your age, if we were fortunate enough to get an apple or maybe an orange in our stockings, why, we'd have a rejoicing conniption fit. This year, why don't we just celebrate an old-fashioned, simple kind of Christmas?
Did we get any Christmas cards in the mail? Mm, I don't think so, honey. Oh, well, here's a strange one. Hmm, no return address, no stamp. All it says is from a Christian friend. Mom! Rachel! There's... There's $900 here, but who'd send us... Oh, Mom, we could keep our house. We could keep our house. Oh, thank the Lord. Oh, yes. Praise the name of Jesus.
I just cleaned it yesterday. Oh, kids these days, always causing trouble. Suppose you came in here to call me Mr. Sawyer like those other street urchins out no, there. No, sir, I never do that. Well, why are you sneaking around my store then? I'm not sneaking, sir. I'm shopping for a Christmas present, a special Christmas present, like that necklace right there. Wow, it goes perfectly with that ring next to it. And that ring is just like my grandmother's. Wait a minute. You're that widow Miller's granddaughter, I bet, aren't you? Yes, sir. Well, if she sent you down here to get more money for that ring, she's got another think coming. She got her $900, and she ain't getting a penny more. Besides, who knows what I'm going to get for that one old relic anyway? So that's what happened to her ring. You took it. You took Grandma's ring. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You got it all wrong, girl. I did the gentlemanly thing and helped a young lady out. I didn't take anything. She needed $900. I wanted a ring. We did business. Hey, and both of us are happy. Besides, I don't think I can help you here. Why don't you run along to Franklin's 5 and 10? I'm sure they'll help you across the street. But I want to buy something right here. Oh, you do? And what might that be? I want to buy my grandma's ring back. Oh, you do? Hmm. Let's see your cash. Oh, Mr. Moorhead, if you just give me some time, uh, I'll That's what I thought. Uh, now run along. I'm sorry. I can't help you. Please give me some time, Mr. Moorhead. That young lady, this isn't a charity. This is a business. A man's got to eat, right? Sorry, I can't help you. I'm Please. sure this ring is going to make someone very happy. But you can't sell my grandmother's... Get going, girl, before I lose my temper! I just can't believe it. How could she sell her wedding ring? We've got to get it back, Mom. But how? Is there any way we can get $900 back? I wish there were, but we, I put the money in the mail last night. Then I'll have to earn it. Missy, do you realize how much $900 is? There's only two weeks left till Christmas. Well, we'll have a garage sale. and sell a whole bunch of things like uh, my toys, my bicycle, my nice dresses. <gasps> what about those old golf clubs in the garage? Oh, Dad's golf clubs. Well, I guess we could get a little money out of those, but Missy, $900 is a lot of money, and I don't want you to get your hopes up. I won't just hope. I'll work. I'll sell Christmas cards and wrapping paper and cookies and candy, and, and maybe I can even sell my kitten JoJo. Hey, kitty. Aw, that's very generous of you, Missy, but don't get too excited. Won't Grandma be surprised? It's the greatest gift of all. Don't tell her that we know about the ring. Please, Mom. Don't worry, Missy. It is one of the greatest presents ever, but there is only two weeks left till Christmas. That's okay. I'll make it. I'll sell everything. Man.
Lord Jesus, I know you don't have any reason to listen to me, but I really need your help. We sold everything we could in the garage sale, and I've been going door to door selling cards and all kinds of stuff every day, all day. But even with Mom's bonus check and all my savings, we still only have $450. It's just a few days till Christmas. If you're listening, Lord, please help me to sell a whole lot more so I can buy my grandma's ring back. Show me that you are more than just a baby in a manger. Lord, please give me a miracle. Travel to a manger in a time so far away, guided by a holy light that can still be seen today. Catch a glimpse of glory nestled in a bed of straw for this tiny baby is the mighty lord of all he is more than just a baby he's the god of abraham he is more than just a memory he's the ever great i am more than just a mere reflection jesus christ the living word he is more than just a baby he's the everlasting lord Christmas is a season with a beauty all its own. People's hearts grow tender and our thoughts return to home. Manger scenes surround us with a babe so meek and low. But this tiny baby left the manger long ago. He is more than just a baby. He's the God of Abraham. He is more than just a memory. He's the ever great I am. More than just a mere reflection, Jesus Christ, the living word. He is more than just a baby. He's the everlasting Lord. He's the everlasting
Hello, Dr. Angel. <laughs> Hope I'm not disturbing your paperwork. Missy, come in here, child. What are you doing outside in this blizzard? I'm selling things for Christmas, Dr. Angel. But it's dangerous to be outside in this weather. Why, another few minutes and you might have wound up in the hospital. I know, Dr. Angel, but I've got to sell things. Got to make more money. Now, now, Missy, it can't be that bad. Tell me about it. Why does a young girl like you need money so badly? Well, it's not really me, I guess. It's Grandma. Your grandmother needs money? What's wrong, Missy? Well, several weeks ago, Mom and I were going to lose our house till someone put an envelope in the mail with $900 in it. I was so excited till I found out that Grandma had done it. She sold her wedding ring to Mr. Moorhead so we wouldn't lose our house. That sounds just like your grandmother. She's a very special lady. Did you know that she was my Sunday school teacher when I was your age, Missy? In fact, she's the one who led me to the Lord. You haven't trusted Christ as your Savior yet, have you, Missy? Well, not exactly. I know your grandmother's awfully concerned about you, just as your mother is. Getting saved is not something to put off, young lady. I know, Dr. Angel, but I'll get around to it later. Right now, I've just got to get my grandma's ring back. So, she sold her wedding ring. My, that's hard to believe. I remember in Sunday school how she would tell us about your grandfather and how he scrimped and sacrificed to buy that ring because of his love for her. Then she would go on and tell us how that God loved us even more and that he gave his only son because of his great love for us. Doctor, please help me. Wouldn't you like to buy some Christmas cards, a wrapping paper, or maybe a pretty plant? <laughs> well, it just so happens we are running a little low on Christmas supplies. Missy, how much more money do you need? $382. Oh my. And do you really think you're going to have that much by tomorrow? Oh, I wanted to give Grandma the greatest gift in all the world for Christmas. I even asked the Lord to help me, but I don't understand why he would want to listen to me. Missy, you may not be listening to the Lord, but he is listening to you. How about I just write a check out to Mr. Moorhead? There, how's that? $382? Oh, doctor, thank you, thank you. Merry Christmas, Missy. God did hear your prayer. He loves you very much. Oh, doctor, it's a miracle, a real life miracle.
Mr. Moorhead, Mr. Moorhead, I came to get my grandma's ring back. I've got it in her menu now. It's right here. Uh, sorry, young lady, but uh, it seems like this ring is already sold. Already sold? What's that in her hand? Well, it's the ring, of course. But the gentleman who will be picking it up should be here at any moment to pick it up. My, I just can't wait to see it, Lampkins. You have such impeccable taste. Thank you, dear. Mr. Merriweather! And this must be your charming wife. Yes, this is uh... Hello, Mr. Morehouse. I believe my charming husband has picked out a ring for me. Well, yes, I believe it's this exquisite masterpiece right here. Could I help you try it on? Ah, it's like a glove! $1,200 is a lot of money, though. $1,200? $1,200? Man, that's nothing for a ring like this. Exquisite beauty. I'll tell you, I saw one selling for in Paris for about $10,000. Just like it. Really? You know the French are known for their superb taste. But doesn't it look a little old? Uh, old? Uh, well, I do compliment you on your eye, madam. Uh, you know your stuff, obviously. This is not some ring that's just been manufactured somewhere in Timbuktu somewhere. This was uh, an heirloom, mm -hmm. uh, definitely worn by royalty. Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. <laughs> Little girl, you look intelligent. What do you think of my ring? Well, I guess it looks out of place on someone so young. I guess it kind of reminds me of something my grandmother would wear. That's what I was thinking exactly. Lampkins, I spend thousands of dollars a year to make myself look young, and you go and dress me like a wrinkled up antique. <sighs> you may keep your ring, Mr. Poorhouse. Thank you, sir. I, I am so sorry. Come along, Lampkins. We haven't got time for idle chitter chatter. I'm almost late for my Pilates class. Button up your coat now. We mustn't get chilled. Yes, dear. My, that was a sweet young lady, wasn't she, Lampkin? Yes, dear. Whatever you say, dear. <laughs> you little imp! Children these days just don't know their place. Back when I was a boy... Please don't be upset, Mr. Moorhead. I've got your money right here. All 900 of it. $900? What about my interest? This is a business, you know, not a charity. Oh, please, Mr. Moorhead. I don't have a penny more. I'll do anything. I'll work free after school, anything you say. Oh, please, I'll just die if I don't get my grandma's ring back. Take the silly ring. Oh, thank you, Mr. Moorhead. You're just wonderful. You're just... Ah! <laughs> Never mind the mushy stuff. Get out of here before I change my mind. 
can't believe it. I really got Grandma's ring back. Oh man, Grandma's gonna love it. It's just the most perfect gift that ever was. So exciting. Well, it is perfect, but there is one gift that's even more perfect than that. More perfect? Yep. God's people used to bring God's people used to bring him at least two gifts every day. What kind of gifts? Usually lambs, but they couldn't just bring any lamb. Every lamb had to be perfect of any blemish or defect. God sure must have had a lot of lambs given to him. What did he do with all of them? Well, God appointed men called priests, and these men killed the lambs. That's terrible! Why? Well, the Lord was trying to teach his people that the only way to pay for their sin was with the shedding of blood. But why did they have to kill so many lambs? They sure must have had a lot of sin to pay for. Yes, they did, just like you and me. In fact, all of us have a lot of sin to pay for, and all of us deserve to spend eternity in a terrible place called hell. But I don't want to kill any lambs. Don't worry, Missy, we're not going to kill any lambs. Besides, the killing of animals can't really take away our sin. Then why did God command it? Well, because God was trying to show his people of something he was going to do in the future. He was trying to show them that one day he was going to send a lamb straight from heaven, the most perfect lamb of all, and the blood of God's lamb would pay for every sin that had ever been done. No more lambs would have been killed? That's right, dear. Did God set his perfect lamb? Yes, he did. And did those mean priests kill him too? I'm afraid so, but God's lamb wanted to die. He wanted to? Why? Well, because he knew that his blood had to be shed where it wouldn't be possible for you to have your sin taken away or live with him in heaven. You mean God's perfect lamb died for me?
can I let Grandma open her present tonight? It is Christmas Eve, and I can't wait any longer. Sure, honey. I think it'll be all right. I can't wait to see her, her face. She'll be so surprised, won't she, Dom? I'm sure of that, Missy. We might make sure she sits before she opens it. She might faint. Yeah, just about anything could happen, I suppose. <gasps> Shh, here she comes. Come on, you two. Supper is just about ready. Grandma, will you open my present tonight? Oh, I would, dear, but I've got to finish icing the cake. Uh, well, it will just take a second. I know, honey, but I'll get to it later. Then how about right after supper? Well, it'll take a little while to clean up the dishes, and then I've got some more presents I need to wrap. Surely after that you'll have time. I don't know, honey. Remember, we've got to bake all those cookies before we go to Aunt Clara's tomorrow. But Grandma, you've got to open it right now. I'll just, I'll just pop if you don't. Oh, Missy, I just don't have time right now. Oh, there's just so much to do. You know what? I'll get around to it eventually. I know. Why don't we just wait and we'll open it with the rest of the presents tomorrow? But Grandma, I can't wait. Grandma, hurry up and open your surprise. I can't wait to see the wonder in your eyes. Wait to wash the dishes, wait to sweep the crumbs. I'm biting my nails and I'm twirling my thumbs. Cause I can't wait any longer. I can't wait. The feeling's getting stronger. I've waited long enough. It's really getting tough Cause I can't wait I can't wait Grandma, hurry up You're moving kinda slow Any moment now I'm gonna lose control I'm trying to be patient I'm trying to be kind But if you don't hurry I'm gonna lose my mind Cause I can't wait any longer I can't wait The feeling's getting stronger I've waited long enough And it's really getting tough Cause I can't wait I can't wait Those cookies are finally done. Well, I better be heading home. It's getting late, and we've got a really big day ahead of us tomorrow. Grandma, why won't you open my present? Oh, it's been awfully hard for me to see you so disappointed, honey. Do you want to know why I've been putting you off? Why, Grandma? Well, it's because I wanted you to understand how Jesus must feel. 
every time I talk to you about receiving him in your heart, you put it off. You keep saying you'll get around to it eventually. Oh, just think what that does to Jesus. He gave everything he had so you could have eternal life. And yet, you keep rejecting his gift. Well, just think how he feels. Do you really think I've been hurting Jesus? Yes, I do, honey. I'm so sorry if I've upset you. I just wanted you to understand. Now, let's take a look at this gift of yours. It's not very heavy for such a big gift, is it? How pretty you've got it all wrapped up. Goodness. Missy, goodness gracious, I thought you wanted me to get to this in a hurry. This could just take all night to get in. <gasps> Child. <gasps> it's my ring. My ring. Oh, Missy, how did you ever? Oh, it's so special. So very special. I love you, Grandma. Oh, and I love you too, Missy. Grandma, I'm ready to receive my special gift, too. All right. Let's pray right now. Dear Jesus, I never realized how much I was hurting you. Please forgive me for always telling you to wait till later. I'm sorry for all the bad things I've done. Come into my heart and take all my sin away. I'm yours now, Lord, all of me. Thank you for dying for me, and thank you... Jesus, for the greatest gift of all, yourself. Thank you, Lord. Thank you.
All right. That was absolutely beautiful. Uh, it shows what work can do. Um, I, uh, I get to come up here and have a part in this, and I didn't spend weeks and hours and days of uh, working on this like, like they did, and we'll say a little bit more about that. But I get the pleasure and the honor of sharing something with you that I have experienced. Um, we saw what was going on tonight in, uh, in the little girl and her putting off the greatest gift, and that's the gift of salvation. Um, as we look in the Word of God, Isaiah 118 talks about something very similar to what happened tonight. And uh, he says, come now, and remember that word now. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now notice, he did not say, come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. If you have sin, that they can be as scarlet. He said, your sins. God said that we're sinners. First of all, this is the word of God. God breathed, used people to put it in writing, but every word, word for word, is uh, God breathed. Now, if we think about uh, what happened tonight, Missy was reasoned to several times. Uh, her mom, her grandma, the doctor, they were all working. They, they all had a compassion. They had a burden for Missy's, uh, her, where she was going to spend eternity. And she would uh, procrastinate. She would put it off. Well, the Bible tells us in Romans, uh, speaks to us more than once about, speaking of sin, how for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And there is none righteous, the Bible tells us. None righteous, no, not one. And then it talks about a free gift. And that free gift is the gift of salvation that comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I, in my own personal testimony, right before I uh, got off of active duty in the Marine Corps, um, in the barracks room where I was staying with one other uh, uh, fellow named uh, Lance Corporal Leslie Cook, um, I noticed that he would read his Bible, and uh, I, I, I noticed that when I would come in at night or, you know, off of uh, uh, work, and, and then he would be there. Well, one night, and I'm sure Brother Leslie, I can say Brother Leslie now, I'm sure that Brother Leslie had been praying for old land that was staying there with him. And um, so when uh, one night I come in, and he started questioning me. And he, uh, he was kind of like questioning, to me, I'm, he's questioning my religious belief. And I had grown up uh, being taught that uh, Jesus had died on the cross, that we sinned, that God was in heaven, that the Bible was the word of God. Um, and he asked me, have you ever, a question I'd never been asked before. He said, have you ever Receive Jesus Christ into your heart and life as your personal Savior. 
I kind of, I let that kind of twirl around about a half a second, and I said, well, I, I have, uh, I ask God, I believe in God, and I ask God to forgive me each day for things that I do wrong, and uh, I believe in God, and he said, okay, that's great. He said, Land, he said, have you ever received Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior? And I said, you know what? I ask God to forgive me my sins uh, each day when I do something wrong, and I pray. And um, so, and he said, well, but let me ask you. And finally, finally, chiseling and chiseling, he got through to me that I had to accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I had to, on a personal basis, invite him into my heart and life. And I had been in a little church in a revival meeting. I guess you could call it a, a bona fide revival meeting. I remember going forward as a teenager. I remember saying some kind of a prayer. Uh, and, and then I got baptized with some other teenagers. And, um, but until that night, I had never heard the Bible way of receiving Christ. I thought that as long as my good outweighed my bad, at the end of my life, whenever that would be, that I would go to heaven. Well, number one, that's impossible for our good to outweigh our bad. But Lance Corporal Cook, he got through to me that night. He led me to Jesus Christ. I had not put off salvation like Missy had tonight. The first time I heard it, the, the truth, the way to heaven... Well, John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but my me. And I understood that that night. And, but the first opportunity I had, praise God, uh, I still had that opportunity through his mercy, and I received him. So... But people can come up with all concoctions of how to come to Christ. But there's only one way. And it's, but it's, it's not complicated. I'm going to show you right here. And Brother Woodard, he touched on this this morning. But if anybody wants to know how to get to heaven, just open a Bible and go to Romans chapter 10. And it's so clear and it's so plain. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in thine heart that he hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. I asked a young man right there on that pew this morning in, in uh, these questions. And it's the, we all get saved the same way. We may have different variations. Yours may not have been in uh, when you got led to the Lord in Beaufort, South Carolina. It may have been somewhere else. I'm sure it was. But... There's only one way to heaven, and it's this way, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thine heart, because that's where we really mean things, and that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto God, unto salvation. What is confession? Confession is saying about sin the same thing that God says about sin we agree when we confess we are agreeing with God 
He also says, for the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. And we're going to skip and go right on to verse 13. This is it. This is it. How much clearer could it be? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Okay, that's simple enough. But do not think that you can pray uh, a prayer and get a free ticket to heaven. You say, what are you talking about? Don't you pray to... Yes, we do. But there's one word that we haven't talked about, and it's repentance. And without repentance, we cannot, come to we cannot go to heaven. We cannot spend eternity with God. What is repentance? Young ones right here, older ones, what is repentance? Well, repentance is walking in the way you're going in your life and in your sin. And you, when you come to repentance, you say, here's my sin. I'm turning my back on my sin. Instead of on God, I'm turning my back on my sin. And now I want to walk in newness of life. Walking with my creator and walking with the one that died on the cross for my sins and then rose again. That is repentance. Do not ever think that you will ever get to heaven without repentance. You have to have a change of heart and want. Are you going to be perfect? Absolutely not. But you, that's why God allows us to confess our sins to him after we're saved and find forgiveness. Okay, that's the salvation story. We saw it so uh, well put forth before us tonight. I want to ask everyone now to bow your heads, close your eyes here for a moment. You're going to have an opportunity right now to receive Christ, just like Missy did, just like I did when I was about to get out of the military. Someone cared for me. And we care for you here at this church. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to form a prayer. And I want you, if you want to be sure of heaven, and you want to turn from your sin tonight, I want you to pray this prayer from your heart, not from, your, not from up here uh, on top of your shoulders, but right there from your heart where we all mean things. Your mother, she loves you from her heart. Pray these words, mean it from your heart, and I, on the authority of God's word, he'll come into your heart and life tonight. Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner. The Bible tells me that, and I can see that myself. I believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins and also rose up again and is now ascended unto heaven and is at the Father's right hand. I believe that. I also believe that I cannot get to heaven on my own. And right now, please forgive me for my sin. And the best way I know how, I receive you as my personal Savior. Come into my heart and life and save me forevermore. With every head bowed, every eye closed.